I, I think a lot of people, I mean, Instagram has really amplified all these like oh, showing off sure. now. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially now during the pandemic, right? Where everyone's like, start your own business so you can have financial security and independence. And it's like, it's not that easy. Man. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the thing is like, um, like even like with, with the car thing, like I go to events like for business, mm-hmm. you get out of your car, you go to the event. No one thinks, okay, what does this person drive? Right. You know, it's like the car doesn't go into the event with you. The car doesn't go into the bookstore with you, wherever you're going, you know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Um, and like another thing that like I, I really learned was um, like, even when I would travel and stuff, like it was all off of points. Like I, I've like, it's points. Yeah. Smart credit cards, man. I got, <laughs> we got to figure that game out too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, um, everyone's like, Oh, how did you go to Tokyo and stuff like that? Mark's ball. And I'm like, no, I'd spend my money wisely, you know? Let's get it going. Ready? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the gradual grind. Um, Evan Anderson. I'm Jonathan Marceau. Uh, December 13th. Uh, this week we had a conversation, uh, with an entrepreneur. His name is Mark Nanez. Um, he does um, advertising, marketing, coaching, uh, all that kind of good stuff to uh, help promote businesses. A um, lot of gems. What do you think, Marcel? Honestly, it was a good conversation. So Mark's an old friend of mine. Um, we'll introduce him a little bit later on in this next section. But mm-hmm. good guy, dope dude, had a lot of knowledge. I thought, honestly, it was a much better conversation than I thought it was going to be. I mean, we talked mm-hmm. about a lot of different things from you yeah. know, the anxiety of being an entrepreneur to yeah. you know how to deal with that um him growing his business and what his next steps are and you know how he went about it so mm-hmm. it's definitely full of you know a lot of knowledge there yeah he talks he talks a lot about um kind of the if you want to call it like the game of owning your own business like um we go through his routine how he separates himself his his goals like dude is really about uh getting to that next level um personally for himself and there's just a lot of knowledge that you can take from that, from somebody that's doing it. And uh, he also goes over, you know, courses, investing in himself, yeah. which is something that me and Marcel talk about a lot um, that we want to do. But uh, yeah, so I hope y'all enjoy it. Um, hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, also go holla at Mark and uh, click on his uh, link in the description. Awesome. So welcome to the Graduate Grind, Mark. This is just a, a weekly call Evan and I hold to kind of discuss and talk about our entrepreneurship journey and the struggles we face. Um, so we thought you'd be a perfect person to kind of hop in and, you know, talk through your journey, what the things you face and things you succeeded at, um, just to kind of give people that are watching, which is like seven, <laughs> a good view of, you know, what it's actually like to be an entrepreneur. Um, but just yeah. some quick background for those of you watching. Uh, this is Mark. Is it Nanez or Nanez? Nanyas. Nanyas. Yeah, I knew yeah. I was missing the Enya. But this is Mark Nanyas. He's an old friend of mine from El Paso. Um, we used to hoop together at this, you know, local gym. Uh, Mark went on to go to Texas State, and now he owns a digital marketing company, right? Yep. Awesome. That, that's right. Perfect. Um, so, honestly, Mark, we're just here to kind of pick your mind. So, I, th- I think yeah. the first question we both have uh, is just, like, tell us about your journey. Tell us about, like, college, what you did, and what got yeah, you into the marketing absolutely. space. So, so, I mean... Um, I made my college decision off of like sports, mm-hmm. you know, so I was going to go to a university, uh, they're ranked like top 24 in the nation, but they told me I was going to be on the bench. I didn't want to be on the bench. So I told them, Hey, do you know of any other place I could go to? They recommended another university and I talked to the coach there. Um, and he said, Hey, you're on the team. If they recommended you, you're on the team. Um, they didn't pick me up. So, at, at that point, like I moved over there, I was already registered there and I just didn't even know what to do because I only went there for basketball, but, uh, they didn't want me on the team after all. So I was like, okay, then maybe like I, I need to figure something out. Um, and I, th- I think that's kind of where I first started getting into like, okay, I don't know what I need, I want to do, but I need to reinvent myself. Right. And I think everyone goes to, different phases in life where you need to like reinvent yourself. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, didn't really know what I wanted to do in college, but, uh, ended up doing sales, uh, marketing and sales. And after that, um, I mean, I, I went into corporate America, didn't really like it. 
Um, and from corporate America, I just started doing my own thing on the side, started growing, started growing. And, uh, now I service a lot of local and national clients. Nice. Nice. How, so, so your journey, all of that happens in like, what kind of time frame? like five years? Yeah. Um, I, I want to say, yeah, about five years. Five so, years. um, I mean, I, I was selling, um, tank tops out of my dorm when I was in college. Okay. You know, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. So, you had you were posting on your Instagram. I think yeah, I tried so, to buy one, but I was I was broke at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we were selling tank tops uh and they said like DTF on them. Yeah. So like you guys seen Jersey Shore? Yeah. Yeah, so so it actually meant uh down to float because there was a river. <laughs> so they were really, really popular. And um I actually got in trouble because it was a fire hazard because there were so many people inside the dorm just waiting in line at my dorm. It was weird. Like people would line up at my door. Weird. <laughs> Did you have like, um, hours, like hours of operation? <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was strange. Um, but then like I, I think I started doing like influencer marketing before influencer marketing. Okay. Because like one one of the first like um he wasn't big at the time, but Bryce Vine, I don't know if you guys know who he is. Oh yeah. He started rocking my stuff and I just found him on YouTube. Okay. Um, so like I started doing like influencer marketing before it was actually a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I, I just kind of used that experience. And while I was in corporate uh, America, I mean, I just, I just told business owners, Hey, I can help you out with social media. Oh. And that just started to grow and started to grow. And um, yeah, I mean, that that's where I'm at right now. And but, I mean, that was five years and, uh, I've been in business for over uh, a little over five and a half years right now. Nice. Okay. Nice. Real question is now, how much did you bring in selling those tank tops? <laughs> oh man, I, I don't even, I don't even remember. I know like the first like week we sold like 150 tank tops and I was surprised. Dang. And at that time I was like, man, this is a lot of money, you know? Especially in college, right? You feel like you're balling. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. At any point, did you have like a mentor that was like leading you through um, when you started to, because you said that you were kind of reaching out to corporate for helping with social media by yourself and you were ahead of the time. So yeah, like there wasn't, was there anybody that helped you or is it just kind of all on your own? Um, you know what? Like I, I, I didn't have anyone like in person and I don't think I've ever had like anyone in person. Okay. Um, but I think this is also really important to understand because I feel like a lot of individuals are looking for like the in-person mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're, we're in the time period right now, like we're all talking virtually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have uh, all these books. Those are my mentors. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, that's my mentor. And, mm-hmm. and I think we're in, uh, we're all like blessed right now to be in a point where like, Hey, you want to focus in on someone that's like, unattainable to get their time for Mm -hmm. it could be your mentor you know um so like for me that person was grant cardone okay Um, that's my guy too (laughs) and that guy like got me got me straight when it came to like corporate sales uh now i i mean i I made the investment of getting into his mentor program going to the event next year okay so um that guy's like i mean that that's that's my biggest mentor right there that's awesome. And YouTube That's is awesome. free, by the way. So all of y'all. Absolutely. Claim. Yeah. But my biggest question is, I think Evan and I had several discussions throughout the past few weeks about buying into courses, right? And of course, Grant Cardone is one of those guys that is really pushing his course and his mentorship program. Yeah. What do you think about the overall course space, right? Because I feel like everyone nowadays has a course or has some type of yeah. platform. Yeah, I have a course. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean... I think I think it's good, you know, but I think it's like you need to. I mean, there's a lot of courses out there. I think when it comes to finding the right course for anyone, it's more of a hey, do I align with their methods? Right. Because I can't. I mean, I can't take on. I mean, I've I've spent a lot of majority of like the money I spend is like on courses because yeah. I'd rather invest it in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I I've tried a lot of different courses but it's all different like methodologies mm-hmm. when you start doing that then you can't really master anything you know yeah so um i just think it's really important if you're going to do a course just like go all in on it uh make sure it, whoever's teaching it mm-hmm. aligns with the way you view things mm-hmm. or if you like the way they view things and you're okay to adopt their um, um viewpoint mm-hmm. th- then to try it out you know 
Yeah, I'm, I'm considering taking a course right now. And I've just, um, you know, been following this guy really closely. And one of the things that he emphasizes on before even taking this course, he's like, you have to be an action taker, like an executor, because if you, anybody, he said, like, there's a stat that like one fifth of people actually finish courses that they purchase. So like, yeah. <clears throat> I just also think it's important to like what you said to make sure that you it aligns with what you're doing and what you're ready for. Absolutely. But I'm definitely in action definitely in for it for uh, courses. Yeah. It's just all about taking action. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I align with that stat because I bought a few courses to learn certain things or learn new skills. And mm-hmm. I can tell you half of them are still sitting in my Coursera or my Udemy. So yeah, <laughs> no, no I, I hear you on that. And um, I mean, I mean, that's why like I realized that I was kind of uh, concerned about creating a course. Um, and I mean, I, I see a lot of people that will start and like stop, you know, yeah. but I'm still small enough to where I reach out to every single person. I'm like, Hey, I noticed like, you're not doing this, like what's going on. You right. know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people don't get that accountability, but um, I mean, right now I'm at the point where I, I can still hold people accountable. Yeah. And that's good research and development for you, right? Like you can see like what, you know, hold them, held them off or made them hit a bump that made them stop because then oh. you can, you know, flatten out the the curves and the lumps and then have people, you know, smoothly go through it. I think that's oh, a, absolutely a great point there. Yeah. So, so are you kind of a, a one man operation? Do you have anybody that you're working with? Uh, yeah, I have, I have a small team. Okay. So, I mean, um, right now it's uh three of us probably bringing someone on board uh, beginning of next year. So, um, okay, that's awesome. we're small. Nice. So, so your, your specialty is just like uh, social media and just brand marketing in general. Yeah. So, uh, three main services, management, advertising, coaching. Okay. Um, coaching has really been like exploding because okay. a lot of people just want to learn how to do it on their own, you know? Right. And this yeah. is kind of like the whole taking action thing that we see as well, you know, like, Oh, that I see quite a bit, like people just, they, they want to do all these things. Right. But it's also on me to make sure that they're taking the action. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, uh, I mean, there, there's a million things we all need to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you start to break it down, just focus on like one of my biggest like things I've heard from um, Brandon Bouchard, Grant Cardone is keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, everything else is extra. Mm -hmm. So as long as you focus in on the main things, get it done. I mean, the the nice to haves are always going to be there, you know, like, okay, maybe I should be doing this a little bit later on. It's always going to be there. Yeah. Dope. I guess, can you break down the three the three sectors you said management advertising and coaching yeah um, which one would you say is your biggest i guess one source of revenue and the one you put the most you know action into or most attention to yeah yeah uh so i, I would say the coaching um you know it's it's because i mean what i do is mainly a, a knowledge-based service mm-hmm. you know like hey this is what's going on i combine behavioral science with what we're doing in marketing and that's really important because okay. Like the algorithms are always going to change, but the human is always going to be the end user. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's really important. Um, but yeah, coaching is probably the most um, popular because people, mm-hmm. I mean, they would much rather learn how to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. You know. Right now, are you taking on uh, clients? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're always taking on clients. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Always looking to grow. Yeah, and we've got something in mind. <laughs> I I do have people in mind that I will refer to you, but also me and Marcel might need help in the future. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I mean, I mean, something that you mentioned like right at the beginning was like, oh yeah, in uh, the seven viewers, you know. But like, I can tell you this. I mean, I I do a lot of uh, like used to be in person trainings, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure like. If you, you've guys seen like any of the posts from the past where I'm, I'm like speaking and stuff. But, oh yeah. I've been following, uh, man. I've, I've been deep in yeah. your, in your posts, man. <laughs> all of us so, have, I think. So like, um, there, there are those, um, but now they're all online, you know, just like doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, like four years ago or maybe even five years ago, an organization asked me to speak for them, like do, do some trainings. Mm-hmm. I think I had like four people there. The next one I had like 10 people. The next one it was maybe like, like two people again. 
And you know, like at that point I was just kind of like, man, like, like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. Like a Bruce uh, And it just kind of like sucks because I'm putting in so much effort into this mm-hmm. and, um, and, and no one was showing up like fast forward now. I mean, there are some events where we'll have like over 250 in there. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, I go in or I don't even go in the organizations go in, look at the comments and it's just, just like, Hey, when is Mark's next training? I wanted more of this, you know, mm-hmm. and it's completely different, but I like just to like, let you guys know, like stay in there, you know, because yeah. everyone else is going to drop off and what, what you're doing right now is really fine tuning like your craft. Yeah. Because the way I taught back then, mm-hmm. now that I look at it, it was bad. <laughs> I, I was talking at like a really high level, you know, just like saying, Hey, using all this like marketing jargon that most people don't even know about and they don't mm-hmm. need to know it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of what I do is very uh, simplistic. It's just straight to the point because I mean, if we're talking about like behavioral science and why it's important to talk, uh, to post frequently, mm-hmm. um, like, like other business owners don't need to know like the science behind it. It's just like, Hey, this is what yeah. works. Do it. Yeah, it's the stat, right? They just want to see the stat of like, look, exactly. if you do this this often, this is what should happen. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I mean, over time though, you know, like, like I know now if I had the audience that I had, uh, if I had the audience back then that I have like now when it comes to like online trainings, in-person trainings, um, no one, I, I would guess no one would really get any type of value out of it. But now, I mean, I hear it all the time. Like, man, this is one of the best trainings ever. Like I want to hear Mark again, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That goes with the, you know, that's the premise of why we're doing this. Like the gradual grind is all we knew coming into this, like there's there's not going to be something that we're going to do overnight and it's going to change our lives. And so, you know, that's why we're documenting this. We're documenting our conversations with people like you who've been in it for a long time and are seeing those, you know, those early hours pay off. Um, But just to get like deeper, like what is your motivation, like what keeps you going, especially during a time like that, when, you know, only five or 10 people are showing up and you're not getting the kind of uh, results that you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, back then, um, I mean, it's a little bit different, you know, I mean, I've, I've learned a lot, you know, yeah. back then it was just like, I have nothing else to do, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, sure. Why not? Right. Um, and at that point it was like, I would much rather talk to two people and not talk to anyone. Right. I think, honestly, I I relate to that deeply because even with these conversations and looking at the views that we get and knowing who's interacting, like, I don't mind it, right? I'd rather have this conversation to have two people listen to it and maybe get value than just have these conversations in private and no one get anything out of it. Right. Um, So I think that's that's a great point there. Was it? Oh, sorry. You go. No, I was just going to say like, and, and, and it translates to like, uh, business as well, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, just because someone gets a, like a million likes doesn't mean that their business is booming, you know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Like, like I'll be one of the first to say, like, my clients get really good engagement. I don't get that good of engagement. Right. But, like, my DMs are, like, filled. Right. Know? Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of vanity metrics that people look at, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to, like, put yourself in check sometimes, but it's important to step back and really look at, Hey, what's the main thing? Cause for me, the main thing isn't how, how many likes do I get? The main thing is how many clients do I get? Right. So <laughs> dramatic pause, right? Well, so. so the biggest thing for me, so I, I have a nine to five job. Yeah. You started off nine to five and it, you kind of also have that, that story very, which is like, you all, you just had this side hustle that kind of turned into making you, you know, the good enough money where you could leave your job. Was there ever like a scary moment? Like, I don't have any security. If I, if this fails, I'm screwed. Um, or were you like, just kind of all in from the beginning? You know what? Like I, I mean, I, I was uh, good at sales. Mm-hmm. I, I was decent. You know, I was still very like young into the sales game corporate sales. Mm-hmm. I was only two years in, um, and, and I remember I was like the third best seller at, at my company, okay. a really big company. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was like, all right, this is cool. You know? Um, but they let go of me. Um, and I didn't expect that. Like I asked my, someone in my family passed away. I asked to get uh, time off. 
and it was around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you're, you can't get time off. And I was the only one that put time, like put my uh, PTO in, you know? Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't let me. And I said, okay, well, you didn't like tell me in time. So I ended up just leaving, you know, because I, yeah. I need to go with my family. Right. And uh, they ended up uh, getting rid of me. And at that point, I was just kind of like, okay, this isn't the right time that I wanted. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not making enough um, as much as I wanted to on my side mm-hmm. hustle. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think what was really important for me to understand is like, hey, I mean, I don't have a ceiling, you know? Yeah. So, so, I mean, I've been, I've been through times where like in, in business, you know, it's just, it's just like stuff happens, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I'm just like, okay, like, what am I going to do now? And it's like, what can you do? You know, just go out and sell. <laughs> yeah. You know? Figure it out. <laughs> you know, go out and sell. And mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I, I've never, I mean, sometimes there's always going to be like those scary moments with like, um, like self-doubt, you know, but, yeah. um, syndrome. yeah, absolutely. And, um, but I'm sure like all of us have been in situations where we're just like, Hey, you know, what? I didn't think I was going to get out of that situation, but I got out of it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And one of the, the biggest benefits is just like, Hey, you're in, you're in charge of like what your output is, you know, you're in charge yeah. of your action. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sure if, if you really, really wanted to, Mm-hmm. um sell anything like right now like today you'll probably get someone to buy something mm-hmm. like, i'm positive of that yeah out to at least 50 at least 50 people i'm sure one person would have some type of interest yeah, yeah. you you mentioned grant cardone earlier and he talks about that a lot like um he, he had some addiction issues or whatever and um him being addicted really kind of uh proved himself like when you want something really bad you'll go you'll find a way to get it done you know so like he kind of translates that over to to sales and and things of that nature like just figure out a way to get it done because if you want it bad enough you can so i I definitely resonate with that yeah and it it doesn't need to be like so complicated you know Mm -hmm. like I, i think that's like the biggest thing like i think the people that try to make it so complicated are the ones that are trying to like mask like they, 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 but don't, they know. don't know yeah yeah you know? no i definitely feel that like you go into something and you're, you're thinking like you have to get all these proper things like set up uh paperwork and legal things and you're not even focused on the real issues um we had a conversation with uh my cousin he's a in venture capital so he does a lot of startup stuff and uh i remember i asked him i was like so do i need to like form an llc and do all this and he was like worry about the stuff that kind of stuff when you start when you absolutely have to start worrying about that stuff like Mm -hmm. actually do what you want to do first and then the business stuff will just kind of happen you know when when it needs to happen and so uh that's definitely something that i've learned along this process yeah and i feel like sometimes i'll be doing the same thing there's something i want to get into or a space i want to try out but i'm like but i have to get the website right i have to do this right i have to do this right just so I can like facade the fast fact that I'm new to the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so I mean, and that, that's, that's like one of the biggest things, you know, I mean, I see that on the coaching side, you know, like, Hey, I, everything needs to be perfect. You know, I need to have the right logo. I have to have the right name. Mm-hmm. I have to, um, I mean, you need to have everything like perfect, mm-hmm. like sure that that's cool and stuff like that. But I mean, when you open up your website, how are you going to get people there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So I think you had an Instagram post on that, right? We'll, yeah. I'll try to link it below. I, 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 did, I did one of those a while back, but it's just, it's, it's important because like, um, I, I mean, like even the name, you know, like no one knows what my company is called, like DGA, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it was called. I just switched it to nine years marketing because everyone says, go talk to Mark. Right. You know, so, um, I make websites and for four years, I didn't even have a website. Did anyone ask me like, where's my website? No one did, you know? Wow. So, um, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh, okay. We we were wondering what did DGA (laughs) stand for? We were wondering what DG stand for. uh, Damn good uh, agency. Oh, okay. He, he has the acronyms on point, man. (laughs) DTF, DGA. (laughs) We gotta, we gotta get on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, um, I mean, that's really what I've learned, you know, just like, Hey, the audience, the exposure needs to be there. 
So what, what kind of like um, client do you see like um, kind of a pattern in what kind of clients you're getting? Like, are they usually in the same industry or are you kind of just spread out all over the board? Uh, it's really all over the board because what mm-hmm. we're doing is just combining whatever their message product or services and we're mm-hmm. amplifying that. Okay. You know, so as long as there's some really good communication, then we could pretty much help out anyone. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, so I'm just going to say it. Like, so I'm starting a trucking business and um, that'll probably just, I'm studying for some stuff right now for like my nine to five job. I have a test that I have to take in January and then I'm moving in February. So I'm getting that up and going around like March. So I'll definitely be in contact with you. to just get it all going because uh, one of the one of the things that uh you know i believe is just having a professional look and image and so yeah but i'm definitely gonna definitely gonna do it jumping all in yeah that's it that's important and just always remember that i mean you're you're in control of your actions you know mm-hmm. um i mean as long as you don't quit you you'll never lose yeah what is the grand card don't call it a quitting bitch you ain't a quitting <laughs> <Like that>. bitch <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's true though, you know, because, uh, like I struggled with like anxiety, like two years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I pretty much almost lost like my entire business. And I think that was to me, like my proving point to myself, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe it was like a year and a half ago. And, um, like I, I remember I, I've always like had in my head, like, you know, I want a movie like made after me, like later on, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. we actually <laughs> we said that before, like like everybody i don't know if everybody wants it but like i feel like high achievers are people who want to be high achieving yeah like that's what i think about yeah we think about like what chapter is this going to be and how are you going to talk about it right see like my thing was like i kind of wanted to get fired from work because man oh yeah you just (laughs) we've all lived that we're we're just like okay well like the movie wouldn't be entertaining if there like wasn't like a like a downfall you know so yeah so uh, when that happened, I was like, all right, like, it's cool. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, and that was like, like something, I guess I, I mean, I was, I was good at what I did, you know, mm-hmm. like I had no reason to be fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be fired at the time. Um, but like now looking at like my anxiety and stuff like that, that was like, almost like that's like the, the bad part of the movie for me, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of tried to manufacture something. Mm-hmm. Like for my movie and then something actually really did happen to me yeah you know i was like oh man like man that, that's not cool but i guess it's good for the movie but um but i, I remember like I, I remember like losing pretty much like all my clients i had an office i had two people with me um and i like, lost that and then i started like slowly building up building up building up and like since then I, i've already doubled like my revenue for the year you know yeah. and um um that that to me was like my proving point you know like if i'm able to get out of that if i'm able to grow my business on top of that Mm -hmm. uh what can't i do because i've always been big on like hey you gotta like uh envision everything um like mindset is really big and it came down to sports you know Mm -hmm. um and i i guess i always believed if you like had the right mindset it'll take you really really far you know Mm -hmm. but with the anxiety that took me to the opposite spectrum. Yeah. So I saw, okay, th- this is what your thoughts can do to like really mess things up. Mm-hmm. So I now, I mean, that's been a, a, a good experience in my opinion, because now I can see, okay, if my thoughts can affect my life to this extent, what can they do as a positive for my right. life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been like really good. And it's, I mean, I mean, it's been proving itself in my personal life, business life. And um, I'm actually grateful for going through all that. Yeah. And I, I think I think me and Evan can definitely relate to that. We've had some some events in the past few years that have kind of been life changing. Um, and I agree. It's like I, I, I believe deeply in the stoic philosophy, mm-hmm. right, of what you think life is is what it is. Right. So if you have a negative out view in life and you think this sucks, that sucks, I mean, life's going to suck. Mm-hmm. But if you can think positively about it, like, OK, this happened, but this is what I learned, then that's no longer a failure. It's a lesson. And you can improve on that and make it a positive experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not many people like um, have gone through the experiences we have, you know, so 
it's important to realize like that's depending on how you look at it it's a leg up on everyone else mm-hmm. you know yeah definitely so w- would you would you like um reflecting on yourself would you call yourself like a hard worker um i i want to say i thought i was a hard worker i think i am now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah the only reason i mentioned that is just because like um when you when you got to that breaking point um something has to change right if like when things go bad yeah um was it your work ethic like did you just have to work harder was it um your strategy was no, it i mean it, it was just my my mindset you know i mindset. just went for yeah i just went from a place where uh i was scared of everything mm-hmm. and like that, that's not me yeah you know? my, my sister tells me that uh she she mentioned it one time and i agreed with her she said mark you're not afraid of anything but if you eat like expired blueberries you'll freak out <laughs> like, actually yeah you know like any other situation i'm just like whatever but um i got to the point where i was like i was afraid of the rain you know i was afraid of the rain um i was i mean i was afraid of everything and that that's not me yeah. you know it's that's crippling. not me at all i've never yeah. experienced that and that really threw me off because i didn't uh i've never experienced that mm-hmm. and then i was um going to miami to a grant cardone event and i was a uh, and the year before this, keep in mind, year before this, I was out of the United States for like three months. Okay. I was in Toronto and uh, Tokyo. And so, I mean, I, I traveled a lot, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, and I was going on a plane to Miami. And before we took off, you know, like you're still like in the yeah, tarmac, what is it called? Taxing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, taxing, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were about to take off and I was like, I had like a, a panic attack. Uh, and I didn't know what like a panic attack was. I didn't know what anxiety was. And like, mm-hmm. I have, I don't know, I have maybe like 30 books on like neuroscience and psychology. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything related to anxiety. Or, like, <laughs> and now looking back, I'm just like, it's such a common thing. Like why, why is it not in any of those books? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. So we were about to take off and I just, I freaked out. I pressed the button. I told uh, the flight attendant like, Hey, I need to get off the plane. Like I don't feel good. And uh, they ended up turning around and then uh, just dropped me off. And that was it. And I remember like, that's like what scarred me, you know? Yeah. And it was, it was just a combination of, I had some high profile clients and they were just being like really rude, like calling, cussing me out, stuff like that. And it wasn't anything bad that I was doing because we were, we were crushing it. Like our results like speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was, and this was on me, you know, there was a lack of, me educating them on what certain metrics mean, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So to a certain extent, I was too simplistic when it came to the explanation, mm-hmm. you know? So I think there's like a fine line. And um, I guess that started just building up, building up, building up. And I mean, uh, I mean, I just started, I had a, a panic attack, you know? Yeah. And, um, so after that, that's when I started being afraid of everything. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to get out of bed um in there yeah, yeah. And, and, and and that's when i started like losing everything you know yeah and um it just came to a point of hey like i know this is not what i want i know i need to get some help mm-hmm. help started talking to like a lot of my friends about it you yeah. know oh dude yeah i've had an anxiety attack before oh i know what that is you know i'm just like how come I don't know what this is? Right. You know, how come you guys haven't told me you felt like this before? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, so, do you end up seeing a therapist? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and that therapy what, helps people <laughs> take therapy. Even if you don't think you need it, you'll be surprised. And, and the one thing I heard from Grant Cardone, like, uh, is, uh, every wait, you don't get help when you need it. You get it before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I still see my therapist, but I mean, for like the past year and a half, I've had, I haven't had an anxiety attack or panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um, for the past year and a half, we just talk about business, like because everything else is like chilling, you know, mm-hmm. like all preventative stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I mean, we just talk about business. It's nothing like, hey, how's your anxiety or stuff? It's just like, hey, so what's going on in business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really important. I'm a huge advocate of uh, getting help because, I mean, I never thought it would happen to me. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw what it really did to me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I don't get a paycheck every, every month. You know, I have to perform every single time. Exactly. So yes. um, that really hurt me and it set me back. But I mean, I turned it around, like 
best year in business and I'm really starting to feel like, okay, I, I think I have this figured out, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's, that's really inspiring. I think that's a great segue too. I, I just want to mention to anyone watching, like, I think you really played down all the things you do because I've been, you know, I've been kind of keep track over the years. You, you just follow each other on Instagram and just the things you you're involved in. Um, Mark has a lot going on. He's a very busy dude. Thanks, man. Uh, but I think it's important to, you know, talk about like the actual journey of being an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, when I started my AAU team it, and people think it's just like, oh, it's just coaching kids. Like it's not, it's much more than that, right? Yeah. It's understanding the business side of what AAU is. I remember there were days where it's just like I didn't want to go to tournaments because I'm like, if these kids don't win, like it looks bad on me. Right. Or like if I'm not performing, if I don't do this, if I don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it, there needs to be discussions on like what the journey actually looks like, because I think there's this narrative of, oh, entrepreneurship, you make all this money, you live this life. And I think Forrest mentioned it, too. Right. Mm -hmm. where it, it looks all lavish, but then not understanding that while you're going through it, there's bumps in the road and how tough it could actually be some days. Right. Like an understanding that everything that every every dollar you're probably going to get is going to come from every action you take. Absolutely. Um, and so understanding that I think is, is a good talking point here. Well, um, so one thing. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, the one, the one thing like I've heard it from, like, my dad, you know, is like you're going to start to see everyone buy all these new cars, buy all these new things, you know. Man, and yeah. um, I mean, I can tell you, like, I, I don't go out, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm in bed by like 830. Mm -hmm. you know, and I've, I've kind of always been like that like i want to talk about that later too like, like you know i was always at the gym you know like like when i was yeah. in high school i was always at the gym i was uh probably i mean i was at the school gym by 5 30 in the morning uh every single day um and like till today like, yeah i don't i don't go out you know <laughs> i don't go out at all um i don't care about like the cars i had to buy a new car and i was upset because i had to buy a new car you know like yeah, yeah, this yeah. is stupid you know like why yeah. couldn't my car just last a couple more last longer yeah or forever just <laughs> exactly. give me something that lasts forever because because the thing is like like I, I think a lot of people i mean instagram has really amplified all these like what's going on there you know mm -hmm. Especially now during the pandemic, right, where everyone's like, start your own business so you can have financial security and independence. And it's like, it's not that easy. Man. Exactly. And, and and the thing is, like, um, like even like with, with the car thing, like I go to events like for business, mm -hmm. you get out of your car, you go to the event. No one thinks, OK, what does this person drive? Right. You know, it's like the car doesn't go into the event with you. The car doesn't go into the bookstore with you, wherever you're going. You know, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, and like another thing that like I, I really learned was um, like even when I would travel and stuff, like it was all off of points. Like I I've, like it's points. Yeah. Smart credit cards, man. I got <laughs> we got to figure that game out too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like um, everyone's like, oh, how did you go to Tokyo and stuff like that? Mark's ball. And I'm like, no, I'd spend my money wisely, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, like all all those things, like like trips, like uh, designer clothes, things like that. It, I mean, anyone could get a credit card and and put it on. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah. So it's you know, it's funny. We I was just talking about that with my sister too. I was, and it's it's funny because I'm looking at maybe trading in my car because it's having a lot of problems yeah. and I hate it. But it's like maybe I should look at something that's gonna last me a little bit longer. So Toyota, Lexus, something of yeah. the sort. And then I started looking at so what some of these cars cost, and I'm like. I see my friends have these cars and I know not to be like an asshole. I know I make more than them. How can they yeah. afford that? And then she mentions like, well, you have to remember people have credit cards. People don't have certain expenses. Mm -hmm. Like they could just literally go out, you know, you can see someone with Gucci shoes, but then they have a $2,000 credit card balance that they're, they're not going to pay off. Exactly. Years, right. No, 100%. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about your, like, I remember we, we kind of mentioned it earlier, a little touched on it. Um, so when you left your job, right, you started, you already had the side hustle going and you started building your business. What were those first few years like, right? Growing this into something that was sustainable and actually helped you, you know, you live this lifestyle and, you know, continue pursuing what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, my lifestyle is just stay at home or just go to the coffee shop. So <laughs> yeah. COVID quarantine didn't really change much. You know, like, everyone's like, how do you do it? I'm like, I I've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm used to this. Built for this. I'm built different. <laughs> um, so so like, I mean, the first couple of years I, I plugged into uh, BNI Business Networking in, in International. So I mean, just a business um, organization really plugged into that. And I was like introduced to it from like corporate, you know, because mm -hmm. these organizations are all around the world. 
mm-hmm. all around the world. Um, so my biggest thing, and, and I'm grateful I plugged into Grant Cardone right after college because it was like, hey, it, it's, a, it's more of who knows you, you know? So mm-hmm. let me join these organizations. Uh, that was really big for me. Let me go reach out to these individuals. That was really big for me. So yeah. it was, hey, how do I get that exposure? And now that's like really what I teach on now, you know, yeah. like because you can have the best product or the best service, but if no one knows you exist, then what's the point? You know, they're never going to do business with you. Yeah. You don't exist in their head. Yeah. Um, so like the first couple of years was just like, hey, how do I get in front of more individuals? And um, the game's been the same thing. You know, during COVID, I was just like, all right, how many, um, how do we stay in touch with individuals? Let's take our in-person events, do it online, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I think the first like two, two and a half months, uh, there was about like uh, 2,500 um, business owners in the online trainings, you know? Dang. Yeah. So, uh, and that was me just saying, all right, so I need to capitalize on this now before all these other businesses start to realize, okay, maybe we should do some virtual events. Mm-hmm. So I just started reaching out to as many people as possible, as many organizations as possible. Hey, we're doing this free event. We're doing a free event. And mm-hmm. that was really it. I mean, the game hasn't really changed. Just, mm-hmm. Hey, how do I get more exposure? Yeah. So like um, <clears throat> part of what you do, it's like consulting. So when did you develop like, was there ever a, a second guess of your, your ability to get these results for people? Like, did you ever say, I, I don't know if I'm actually that good at it? Like when did you develop the confidence to yeah. like go about this route? Um, I mean, I think the numbers gave me the confidence, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's nothing like, it, it's not tough, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I get like, if you post consistently, if you do like mm-hmm. the, the basic things, post consistently, go leave comments, go like other people's like content. Yeah. Like, you're going to grow. Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. but, but one thing like I bet on and I'll tell other people, you know, like one thing I bet on is just like, Hey, like they're not going to do it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's literally something we talked about before, right? Like we could literally have friends like, Hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars. We do this. And we know yeah. you have, they have the result already. They're yeah. just not going to do it. No, and that's the same thing. Like, hey, if you eat super, super clean, you're going to be like lean, you know? Yeah, right. Like, I just had two cake pops right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I know. I got a whole pound cake in the kitchen waiting for me. So, (laughs) But but, I mean, like, it's simple stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, before quarantine, I I, I was happy with my fitness. um, And after quarantine, I was like, my family was in town. I was eating a lot of uh, junk food, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it was the simple things that I could have done. Yeah. Just keep myself in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense there. I had one more. Oh, this is what I want to touch on. I know, I know you're busy guys. We're trying to be respectful of your time. Um, but one thing I definitely want to touch on, I've seen your kind of routines, right? And yeah. I know you probably experiment a little bit. Our last episode was actually about routines and like trying to figure that out. So can you tell us what your daily slash morning routine is? Oh, and man. Like how you go about your days? I, I keep that on my calendar every day. So, uh, normally I wake up like at, I don't know, it would range from like 4.30 to 5.30, you know? A.M.? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it most, like lately it's been like 5.30, you know? Uh, I'll, sleeping in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go to the gym, um, write down my goals, do some training in the morning, uh, as in like sales training, you know, okay. because still what I'm doing is still sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I'll get some breakfast. Then I'll do some admin work. Um, then I have a accountability group that I um, tap into at eight. You know, uh, and this then is after all that, before eight a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and That's man, it's productive <laughs> efficiency. That's. <laughs> and then at, at nine, um, I have uh, the Grant Cardone mentoring uh, training, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have team meetings after that at 10 a.m. And then uh, I have meetings. And after that, it's like sales meetings, depending on what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, then 3 p.m. We have another team meeting. And um, I mean, th- those are the set things. Every yeah. Time, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what would you say after, what, what would you say is your, I guess, 
stop time. Yeah. Do you have like a break you... point for work? Like I'm not going to work past this time and I'm just going to um, relax. I mean, I, I try not to pass like eight 30, you know, cause I, I tell myself I need to be in bed, but like yesterday I mean, I went to bed at nine 30, I was a little wild, you know, <laughs> a little, I, 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 a little too hard. Yeah, I was, I was staying up doing some emails. So, um, and, and see, that's the thing, like, even like the post I did today, uh, I heard it from, I heard the message from Ed Milet okay. and when in his latest podcast, he was talking about um, separation season, you know, like people aren't going to be working on the weekends. You know? Yeah, that's where you can sure. get ahead. People mm-hmm. aren't going to be working on the holidays. That's when you're going to get ahead. Mm-hmm. I was uh, trying to do a partnership with someone recently. I'm not going to throw any names out there, but like one of everything was good. Um, signed an agreement. They're supposed to help us out and ended up bailing on us because the excuse was hey it's the holidays i i can't fulfill these services because it's the holidays wow. and i'm over wow. here like i'm trying to help your business grow i first of all i need your services i'm trying to help your business grow i'm trying to support you because you're just mm-hmm. getting started and the excuse is it's the holidays you know that's separation season and that's a lot of people they'll take their foot off the gas pedal you know yeah. mm-hmm. um I took my foot off the gas pedal when it came to fitness during all of a quarantine, you know, that was yeah. separation season. Yeah. Now someone's a lot more ahead of me, you know? Yeah. 100%. I think all of quarantine can be technically a separation season. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of businesses, you know, I mean, I didn't use it as an excuse. I had the best year. I doubled my revenue, you know, mm-hmm. um, close to biggest deals. Like I, I never thought I would close the, the month I had last month. I never thought I would have this year, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it, it is separation season. Yeah. That's, that's dope. That's, uh, just to hear, hear, hearing your routine is like, wow. My routine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, so this is something that we mentioned, like in our last conversation, like, would you agree that like that, so that getting up that early kind of fits your work schedule the best, like, but all of those times could be shifted theoretically, like later. Right. So like yeah. instead of working up at waking up at five thirty, you could wake up at eight thirty, but then uh, instead of going to bed at eight thirty, you go to bed at like eleven thirty. Right. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like, what are you doing with that time? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I could wake yeah. up at four thirty, but if I'm just like not really getting work done and mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, I mean, what what's the point, you know? So you have to be like locked in. I think that's what's, I mean, and the thing is like, you're not going to be locked in 24 seven every single day, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can tell you the past two weeks, it, they haven't been my, my best, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And what we do for my company is at the end of the week, we have a checklist like, Hey, how did you, uh, how was your attire this week? How was your sleep? How was your, were you drinking water? Were you eating good? Were you exercising? What was your performance like for work? What's mm-hmm. your friend group like this week? You know, Dang, yeah. things like that. That's, all, that's all, important. All that stuff does like come into factor how you perform. Yeah, it's literally the energy you surround you you feed yourself with and you surround yourself with, right? Because yeah. I, I I have to admit I've had friend groups where I didn't get shit done because they were so draining. Like I felt yeah. just whenever I was around them I was not productive. What happens outside of work will impact what happens inside work. You know yeah and, and and it's important to like keep those things like in check always because if you're serious about whatever you want to achieve then your friend group has to also understand like okay this guy's serious i know mm-hmm. I, I play Fortnite. i don't play like like crazy hours you know but i'll play with my friends mm-hmm. and they're like come on one more one more but they know like once it's 8 30 like that like that's it. It's a wrap. It marks yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and they and they get used to it, you know? It's just like, yeah. okay, Mark needs to go to bed for, for work. You know? Yeah. So it's not like a big deal after that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like it, it's just like getting into the routine, but like for sure, you can always push that out. You know, it's it's really what works for you. I think. I don't think it's like, hey, me waking up early. Um <laughs> for I think there's benefits to it, but mm-hmm. if you're not gonna be productive, if you're not gonna perform at that time, then Maybe it's not the best time for you. Yeah. Because I've also like read uh, you're more creative when you're like sleep deprived. Mm. Yeah. So, so sometimes I'm just like, um, and the thing is like, I'll read like up on things like this all the time, you know? So I'm just like, okay, let me try it out. You know, like, am I mm. going to perform better? You know? Yeah. 
but I realize what in what I do, I might have to be creative on some of the things that I work on, mm-hmm. but it's like strategically creative. It's yeah. not like, hey, let me come up with this ambiguous idea that people might like. It's like, no, why are we doing this idea and what results is it going to bring to us? Right. So sleep to me is really, really important. Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, and I, I think that's a great point, right? Like you said that it depends on who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. So I know my your schedule would not work for me. Yeah. Right. Like I know me being up at 530 a.m. <laughs> is not going to help me because I'll just be sitting there doing nothing waiting for the sun to come up. But I know I'll be more creative at like 1130, 30, right? Maybe even two in the morning, because at that point, everyone's asleep. My day's done. And whatever I've learned from the day, I can try to process. Mm. Um, but I think I think it's important to understand who you are and what you're trying to accomplish and then wrap your schedule around that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Marcel's definitely a late riser. <laughs> I, have a, I have like a five month old daughter. So like no matter what, I'm up at like 630. And I, I text Marcel at that time. <laughs> and I, I don't get a reply until like 10. <laughs> 10 o'clock, sir. 10 o'clock. But today, I guarantee you I'll have the most productive day. I slept well. I got up late. Slept in. <laughs> get everything yeah, done. That's, that's hilarious. I got a ton of information, man. I'm th- like, I appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk to us. That uh, definitely inspired me. For sure. <clears throat> I think just to, to wrap this up then. Understanding your success and where you're at now, what's next? What's like the, the next move? You know, it's a constant, it's a constantly going journey. So what do you think your next move is to continue to grow? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I feel like I'm just starting to figure things out, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, like I felt confident before. I feel even more confident after this year for sure. Okay. Um, and I have the right resources, like my mentors, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I pay for them, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Mentors, you know, and um, I mean, next year, like I, I'm looking to, I mean, my big goal is to do a million dollars next year, you know? And, and when I, when I look at it, it's just like, why can't I? Yeah. You know? And, and like, that's really big for me, you know, let's get some more property. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up my team, hitting a, a new goal in revenue, you know, um, that's, that's what I'm really focusing in on. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That is. Awesome. I, I was actually going to ask you, like, what what your goal was. Do you do you set monetary goals, or do you have like um, some monetary and some just kind of performance? Oh, I mean, every every day, right? I'll have my notebook with me every every morning. Like I said, write down the goals. You know, okay. mm-hmm. so it's like I'm making a million dollars, and then I break it down by the week. Yeah, I'm. I have two thousand individuals in my online course. Yeah, I'm servicing my clients to the to to levels that I don't even know are possible, you know, because mm-hmm. that's, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. I, I'm eating clean for the mindset and the body that I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll have some cake pops here and there, you know, <laughs> um, that's really important for me. So, you know, like I'll break down those different uh, goals yeah. every that's single morning. That's dope. I've, I've recently same, just started doing that. Sometimes it changes, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, that's part of it. Like you have to be willing to change. Like uh, my goal before was like half a million and I'm just like, why am I thinking so small? You know, mm, it's yeah. way too attainable. Like wh- yeah. why let's, let's go bigger. Yeah. I think Evan, Evan emphasizes that to me every now and then. So I yeah, follow Ben Wegman on Instagram time. and we'll be like sending each other houses of like, Oh yeah, look at this house. And he'll be like, bro, that's too cheap. It's like a $1.5 million house. Yeah, <laughs> it is true though. Think right? Way bigger. I tell him all the time. <laughs> you think it's yeah, small. Man. Well, it, it's just crazy because like, I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't think I was going to have the month I had last month. Mm-hmm. And, um, and after that, I was like, half a million is way too easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's too predictable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. there's, there's no movie on predictable, like exactly that, right? Exactly. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Mark, I appreciate you for taking the time, man. I know you're, you're a busy guy, so we'll, we'll be respectful of your time here. Um, but it was, it was awesome. I, I got a lot out of it for sure. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. Thank you guys for having me here. And I, I'm, I'm always like, just. Call me, text me, DM me, whatever. I got you guys. Will do. You'll definitely be hearing from us quite a bit oh, yeah. from now on. For sure. We'll be, and eventually, hopefully, this will get to the point where we can eventually become your client. Oh, right. yeah. That, we'll sign me up. But um, so is, <laughs> you said you're changing uh, your 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 company name. Um, so is your website still uh, marknanez.com or what is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my personal one. Okay. Um, yeah, but we're, we're working on fixing up the, the next one. Okay. Marketing. Okay. 
Okay. Anything you want to plug that we should add? Or- yeah, we'll throw um, your IG on here. <laughs> yeah, my Instagram, Mark Um That's that's pretty much it. You know, awesome. like 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 I do marketing. If anyone needs help with marketing, like hit me up. But I mean, it's it's important for me to help people out. You know, help them mm-hmm. get the confidence that they need, the skills that they need, and. Um, I mean, you could just do that by following me on Instagram, you know, Mm -hmm. I share a lot of stuff that will help people out. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll definitely plug that. Hopefully some of my clients will reach out and eventually we'll reach out and maybe whoever Evan knows and he'll probably reach out. So we could all work together someday. Cool, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good day. So I hope you guys enjoyed that talk. Um, There's definitely a lot of knowledge that I took away from that. Again, Mm -hmm. his name is Mark Nanyas. If you guys want to hit him up, I'll put his social media information below or somewhere on the screen for you guys to follow. Again, he does marketing, advertising, coaching. So if you guys are starting a business or trying to run a business that needs some help, um, definitely feel free to hit him up. But uh, mm-hmm. Evan, what do you think about that talk? What do you what do you think you took away from that? You know, I, I took a lot away, like even just for like our situation, um, he's somebody who's gone through the process. You know, that's like that's literally what he does is he coaches business people. So uh, that's just our that's going to be our resource. So I'm, I'm going to lean on him personally. And so, um, other than that, just taking away, like, he just, he just has that mindset, everything. I feel like he embodied the gradual grind, uh, a hundred percent and everything that, you know, we're doing is, (laughs) is, is what he did and what he, he practices on a daily basis. Um, now the, his methodology of like, uh, you know, his, his routine and stuff. Now that, that may not fit me and that might not fit you. Like <laughs> I would talk, especially won't fit you, yeah. but, uh, you know, there's, there's, a general, uh, concepts. concepts that I think we could all agree, um, are the reasons for the reason that he's seeing his success right now. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm glad that, you know, we got to, got to talk with him and, uh, kind of have that resource. I'm, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that. For sure. Uh, I, and the, I hope people watch this, reach out to the crazy thing is, and this is something I felt with Forrest too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done it right. Like he's, yeah. he's built his business. He's running it. He's doing pretty well. And the fact that everything that he mentioned are things we've talked about in previous episodes. Yeah, it like, like solidifies. It yeah, it like it solidifies scary. everything. And there's several times, and you guys, if you guys watch the video, there's several times mm-hmm. you mentioned like, oh, we just talked about that not too long ago, or oh, mm-hmm. we just talked about that five minutes ago, right? Like mm-hmm. these are conversations that we're having, trying to figure it out. But it seems like people that went through the same thing figured it out, and that's why they're doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I, again, this one solidifies to me like what we're doing is important, right? Even mm-hmm. though people might not agree with it, they might not see it, mm-hmm. but these are things that actually happen, and you can get so much value. Off of yeah. just having these conversations or listening to us have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Yeah, like I, I think that um, when he started talking about his mental health, I was like, oh, we had an episode on that, right? Yep. Then he was talking about routine. I was like, oh, we had an episode on that, right? Then we, he, he's talking about uh, just the perseverance. We had an episode on that. Then he's talking about um, like just his transition. Oh, we talked about that with Forrest every single thing is like something we are we're we're covering those concepts and so it we're not telling you to do xyz to to get to your uh personal business like you know to where you're living your own lifestyle or whatever but these concepts are what you need to take your purpose and use these concepts and and understand them right and talk about them and know what you're going through because these things are important Mm-hmm. And, and we can say that as people who don't even have our own business, like this is something that it's in a hundred percent agreed on concept. All of this stuff matters. You don't, it's not like you have to own something uh, to see that it works. For sure. So and I, I feel just, like this could help you in so many different areas of your life. Like not even yeah. just business, but like, let's say you have a, a job, like this could help you in your job, right? Figure some things out or even your career or your, or your academic career or just in mm-hmm. life in general. Right. Yo, that, like talking to this is a whole different uh way but i thought one of the most um kind of fire things that he said was when he talked about what him and his team go over it like at the end of the week uh where they talk about all the outside factors that are affecting them like that is that's important. he's he cares about what's going on and 
that is that's going to change the game for him. I know I know for a fact he's about to hit whatever goal he has. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like balls. I'm about to steal that that practice, man. <laughs> like I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm going to probably yeah. steal that. But yeah, that was man. that was awesome. Yeah, um, that was definitely fire. Um, but yeah, go ahead and you know rewatch it if mm -hmm. you need to. Go check out our other episodes if you want more mm -hmm. information on what we think on those topics. And also, mm -hmm. don't forget to hit up Loaded. You see Evan with yeah. a shameless plug, hey, even though we're not getting paid. Plug. Hey. It's a cold brand. Everyone doubted. Living off a dream, everyone doubted. I'm repping all the time, man. Uh, we'll put the link I down love below. the brand. Yeah, link down below. Uh, get you some merch, uh, holiday gear. It says it says it for itself. Everyone doubted. And you know if it fits his big-ass head, it can fit yours. That's <laughs> <laughs> facts. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, anyways, hope y'all enjoyed. Thank you for watching. Like, subscribe. We got... We got about 12 hours of content now, hey, y'all. better <laughs> Go ahead up. and catch up because we about to start taking off. We got more guests on the way. Uh, again, thanks for watching. Catch y'all next time. Peace.